Welcome to the At All Cause podcast, where we help you earn your title in and out of the ring. I'm here with Josh Bruckner, Brandon Long, myself, Chris May. And then today we have Bobby Nashty Nash. What's up, Bobby? How are you, man? Good, man. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, dude. We all, we want to start off by just telling you thank you for coming on. We know you were a busy guy training. For sure. Um, just got out of your second UFC fight. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you have going on these days with the UFC and fighting and everything in between. Uh, my name is Bobby Nash. I uh, graduated from Michigan State, wrestled there, um, started fighting. Uh, professional fighter now uh, in the UFC, striving for greatness, still working hard. That's about me. Future welterweight champ. Future welterweight champ. Future welterweight champ. champ. Walter weights what weight class? What is that? Uh, Walter weight is 170 pounds. And you walk around at what? About 185. And you walk around at what? what? <laughs> 195, 200. <laughs> yeah, 200. Trying to, I need to get that both, weight up. Both Walter weights? Yeah, yeah, we're both Walter yeah. weights. He's, he's a little bigger than me. What's crazy is I have so many people ask me the question of um, why do they cut if they're gonna, both going to fight at 175? Like, why would you cut if you're both going to fight at 175 and the next day you're going to weigh back at 190 or something? Why do you guys even cut? And I kind of know the answer of that, what I, what I kind of think. But what do you guys think? Why, why do you cut? Why not just fight well, at the same weight? I know why I cut. The reason I cut is, well, I only weigh 185 pounds, and the, uh, and the, weight cla- the next weight class above is 185. So I'll be fighting guys who are like 205, cutting the weight to 185. And, you know, it's an advantage. Uh, for an advantage, you want to be bigger than your opponent. And honestly, when I'm at 175, 170 pounds, I feel at my most lethal. I feel like I, I dieted properly. I did, I did my strength and conditioning property properly. I just feel better at 170 pounds than I do at 185. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. Josh, who's maybe a little bit bigger, why, why do you go down? Well, honestly, I feel like in the beginning, weight classes were kind of, like, set just, like – for fairness and then like people just kind of took it to that next level where oh i'm gonna start cutting a crap ton of weight that way i can have that advantage so i mean like he said he cuts from 185 to 170 when i first started fighting i was probably like around 180 185 so the cut was really easy then you know i started growing had growth spurt put on more weight so now i mean i feel like comfortable at 170 still and i feel like if i was to fight at 185 i'm going to be fighting a bigger opponent still and I mean, like he said, like my opponent's gonna cut to 172, so he, I mean, we're both kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. And honestly, like to be honest, I really don't, I don't get it. Actually, like I don't get the weight cut. Like if yeah. we, if I, knowing my opponent's 195 and I'm 195, why not we just fight? Fight at 195. Right? Well, I'll tell yeah. You, why I'll put tell yourself you, through the stress? Yeah, I'll tell you why. And I've seen so many, and we've talked about it a few times. Of, I mean, it's a part of the game. So let's say your your fighting camp is an eight-week fighting camp and you're trying to cut weight. Probably the last week you're cutting 15 pounds of it out of the 20. Uh, that could look extremely different for you compared to if I was fighting at 175. So say we're both 195. We, cut, we both cut to 175. I do it terribly. He does it really well. Mm-hmm. It's, you're a completely different fighter. And yeah. not only cutting is the easy part. It's how you feel 24 hours later. Mm-hmm. That's so you could be in a completely different athlete compared to me if we do the same exact thing yeah. and then replenishing back to one, you know, one, 195, 200. I mean, we could both be the exact same fighters before we cut and completely different fighters after we cut. Talk about, Bobby, let's talk about um, how you went from because second UFC fight. You yes. just, you just uh, fought in your second UFC fight. How many fights did you have before you made it to the UFC? 
Well, I had 14 amateur fights where I went 14 and 0. Uh, you know, ton of college wrestling matches. Went pro. I was a uh, eight and one as a professional. So I had nine professional fights, seven finishes, and wow. uh, uh, then I got then I got signed to the UFC. Uh, I got a got a fight. It was maybe about 16 days notice. I think that's when it was, about two and a half weeks notice, and then that's when I got signed. So I was eight and one. So you were you had a two week notice before your first UFC yep. fight. Holy smoke! Yeah, I mean that's no how it pressure. goes. <laughs> no well, pressure. You know, you know, th- th- this is this is something. You know, this is what they say. Uh, you know, if if a promotion in Michigan were like, hey, Bobby, you know, we're gonna pay you this kind of money, but it's on two weeks' notice. Like, ah, screw you, I'm not coming. But when the UFC calls, yeah, yeah, you go, you take it. If the UFC calls Josh and says, hey, Josh, you're fighting in three days, I'm like, hey, Josh, you're taking the fight. Right. But right. when the UFC, the UFC doesn't. It's not like. Hey, you're fighting in three days. You can't be like, oh, I don't want to. They're gonna be like, okay, screw you. I'm not, you know. Yeah, you're never getting another call. Exactly. When they call, you go. That's crazy. Oh, that's the way it is. Holy you know? smokes, mm-hmm. dude! I didn't realize it was two weeks' notice. That's well, nuts. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Actually, he was supposed to fight on one of the same cards I was supposed to fight. When was this? Was that, like January, right? Yeah, I was fight, supposed to fight uh, Daquan Townsend. Yeah. At the time. So I'm at, I can only imagine myself like. Thinking I'm about to fight at the Motor City Casino this yeah. Friday, and then like getting called like, oh, in two weeks actually you're fighting. Yeah. yeah. Well, you actually lucked out. You actually lucked out because you were. He was training. You were you already training. training. Yeah. Were like, oh, okay, that that's what I was training. gonna ask. Yeah. What did you do so, then in those but, two weeks? But the thing is, like, yeah, I was training, but I like to specifically train for an opponent, mm-hmm. and Li Jingaling was just completely different than Daquan Townsend. Granted, I came in uh, more ready than I wasn't on the couch, you know. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. But, you know, I like I really like to have my eight weeks. I have my eight weeks because then I can dissect some film. I can see some of the, you know, some of the things they do when, you know, there's there's just it's just better to better to see like what kind of opponent you have and be able to study him for eight, eight weeks. So is that what you did in those two weeks then? You just kind of like started watching film. Yeah, on the other guy? yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I stu- studied him a little bit and I didn't get much, much, much on him. I was just like I just kind of was like, hey, man, I'm going to go out there. and I'm going to fight. So how that how would that one end? That I mean, the fight went great, man. The fight went great. I, I, he was uh, four and two in the UFC that time, so he had six UFC fights. I was making my uh, UFC debut, so he had quite a bit of uh, experience on me. That was all right, though. Uh, he was from China, coming in from China. He was like number the number one prospect in China. Really tough. I remember when uh, they announced that uh, I got the fight. I had a ton of Chinese followers on my Twitter just talking <laughs> crap. This guy has a following in China, man. Uh, went out there. Were they in English? Um, some was in some was in some was in English and some was some was in broken English and some was they gave me like the symbols. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like because someone commented on my Instagram the other day, like a video I think a that I posted of, of you, and like it was symbols, and I'm like, why, why'd you even comment? I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. It's funny. It made me think of that, but but regardless, the fight got uh, the fight got uh, fight of the night. It was an awesome. It was a great performance. I fought my I fought fought hard. I dropped him round one. Uh, had him hurt. I dropped him with my left hook, left my left hand. I have a pretty nasty left hook. Is I that dropped why him. They call you nasty. Maybe that's why nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped him with the left hand. Second round, I uh, won the first round. Second round, uh, I was going in there. I caught him with my right hand. I stumbled him. I was tagging him. I was. I had him really hurt a few times in the second round. We were just both. The second round, I was eating heavy shots. He was eating heavy shots. It was really exciting. 
uh, with like about 20, 15 to 20 seconds left, started getting tired. My hand, I wasn't having the snap on my punches. I wasn't coming as forward as much. And he caught me um, with, with, with a right hand that put me, put me to sleep. You know, but prior to that fight, I mean, I was doing great. I definitely won the first round, and in my opinion, I thought I was winning the second round too. So it was it was pretty unfortunate after I lost. You know, after going in there and having a great performance and feeling good, losing it, it was it was a bummer. But you know, it was just a minor setback to a huge comeback. So in retrospect, what was the stuff in training that like you went and corrected or changed or did different? <laughs> you what know, could you have done different? A, a lot, man. And I'm still even after this last fight with uh, Danny Roberts. There's so much. You know, I need to keep my right hand up. Uh, my muscle fatigue i need to make sure i'm and a lot of a lot of people like oh conditioning it is conditioning my my lungs aren't so tired it's the fatigue in my shoulders yeah, muscle conditioning. so yeah. so what it is like everybody's like oh you're tired like i was tired but i could have kept going when i'm in that wrestling exchange and i'm squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and it's the second round you know we're three minutes in the second round we're already eight minutes of the fight i'm like i'm throwing a punch i'm like man it's slow what's Just going nothing on, on it like, my punch doesn't have a snap so you know i brought I talked to Chris and I brought it. I brought it to his attention, like, "Hey, man, these are the things I need to work on." So he's uh, he's 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 figuring things out for my training schedule to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, so, so tomorrow, for those of you listening, uh, Bobby's coming in to meet with me at Fit Body 360. We're going to dial in some of his nutrition stuff. So we're going to try to handle that aspect of it. Yep. Eventually, we're going to give him up on the VO2 max, which we talked about um, with Josh. Try to get some some you know cardio respiratory answers uh to try to answer those mm -hmm. questions and stuff like that so definitely some things we're doing to dial it in yeah, i think too like w w i mean why you know what you specialize in is just allowing us to kind of cut out a lot of guessing work yeah you know, exactly. especially as the trainer as the fighter before it was like hey let's let's just run and see how it goes now it's you know we can test you we can test you for rmr we can test you for your vo2 and now we got you, you know, it sucks more, but now yeah. we're able to dial you in. Ask Josh about that. <laughs> Ask Josh yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, but now we're able to dial it in, and everything's about that extra inch, right? Yeah. You know, so um, I feel like nowadays you just you have to be on top of that type of stuff, whereas three years, even three years, five years yeah. ago, it wasn't even a thought. Well, I just, like, I, I listen to people talk to fighters and stuff, and just professional athletes or Olympians and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's just this finite yeah, details. Yeah. You got to master to be the best at your craft. So I think probably learning that, that we got to just get that stuff yeah. down. Cause you've obviously, you're obviously talented, but now you're playing with the big boys and exactly. That's Everybody's something talented. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I learned you know, going in, into that high level, big show uh, in the UFC. You know, I was just a tough guy who was able to come forward and knock these guys out, but I'm in the UFC everyone is talented and everyone is tough and i'm just as talented as the best fighter in the world i'm just as tough as the best fighter in the world but there's these minor little details yeah. you have to change in your diet in your conditioning and you know everything you guys are saying like it's great it's like okay like these are the things i need to be doing you know in my training like there's like little details and i think if i can figure out these little details which i'm starting to do there's no doubt that I'm going to go on a huge fight win streak because I, 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 I train hard. I'm dedicated and, and uh, you know, I, I believe the sky's the limit. Yeah. Small little details and we're skyrocketing it up. I love it. Mm -hmm. So what, what happens next? Because for those of us like myself who, who don't know, you're, you're in a contract right now with UFC? I am in a contract with the UFC. I am on a four-fight contract with the UFC. have a contract with my management team. Uh, so, yeah, well um, – 
once the contract's up after my four fights, by then I plan on being two and two, and then I renegotiate my terms. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you got at least two more fights. Well, um, right now I had two fights and I just got drug tested by USADA. I'm still on the roster. So I, I have another fight, but this fight is, I mean, realistically, I had two very exciting fights. I come game. I fought some of the best fighters there are. Those two guys I fought are, are really good, but you know, they can, the UFC, even though it says I have four fights, I have to honor those four fights, but they don't have to honor anything. They can. Oh, okay. So they get, they okay. Yeah. So you guarantee the next fight? Yes. I, yeah, I mean, I've been talking to my management and they're going to get me another fight. Yeah, yeah. Especially if they're mm-hmm. still drug testing mm-hmm. you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's I just got works. drug tested like two days ago. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. So tell us what it was like from, uh, going from a hundred dollars in your bank account to walking out in your first yeah, yeah. I, i'm interested in the money of the ufc so 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 um well let's the money's not like great but there is an opportunity to make a lot of money so you know the top t- like the lower tier guys they're it's an it's just an honest living a blue like a, you know you're making you're making money but i wouldn't say you're like super rich but that being said there's a there's a chance that you can make a ton of money but yeah i went into uh to the ufc with about a hundred dollars in my account uh, wasn't you know I wasn't wealthy at all you know my count went into negatives a lot I remember I remember uh, I remember um, I remember my my credit card was maxed out and uh, I took the fight had a great fight Dana White I got my my uh, pay my pay for the fight and he he uh, put me a little extra money on the side and that helped out tremendously I was able to buy a car I was able to uh, pay off some debt um, you know buy some nice stuff for me uh, so it, it definitely changed my life a lot. You know, it helped out a lot. Uh, so, you know, from having $100 to, you know, not worrying too much. You know, I still, obviously, I still have worry about it, but it's like, you know, I have like a safety net now. So that helped a lot. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's what like every fighter, yeah. every athlete works to. Yeah. That first to be able to make it a job. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you can cut out the other stuff and just yeah, focus yeah. on what you need to get done. Yeah. That's, that's so good. sweet. It was wonderful. Yeah. 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 What, um, so let's talk about uh, first time walking through that tunnel because i feel like i'm like addicted to this kind of stuff oh, hearing yeah. like that first yeah we talked about it with you when you were lined <clears throat> up to peyton manning yes right uh, like what was the first time like walking out of the tunnel the first time like what tell us about the feeling the emotion oh uh, yeah well so you know um my dream since i started fighting was the fight in the usc so i was in the back tunnel and uh, i remember walking out and i'm i'm walking out 20,000 fans in the Pepsi Center and they're not watching a football game or a basketball game they're watching one single individual yeah. so I had 20,000 fans and it was it was pretty spectacular and I was literally living my dream yeah like I had a dream I had a vision I was living it so it, it was it was a pretty special moment I actually it was almost a little emotional when I walked out but I kind of like shook it off you know and I just I was having a I was just having a blast you know I was yeah. snacking hands having I was having a blast walking yeah. out I love it <clears throat> The best feeling in the world, man. Soon to come. Soon to come. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, guys. Let's uh, let's take like a one-minute break, and then we'll come back and talk about how you knock people out with your left hook. All right, guys. Welcome back. So before we left, we were talking about how uh, Bobby Nashty um, lost his first two UFC fights. Let's talk about that, man. Because I mean, you made it to the UFC. You got that, you know, hundred dollars to some bills, um, and now you lost your first two UFC fights man and that's got to be emotional it's got to you know t- tell us about that yeah man uh losing my first two fights was it was 
it's extremely difficult, especially after this last one, because I thought everything was going beautiful. You know, uh, it, it was really hard. It, it upset me. However, with all my 14 wins as an amateur, with my eight wins as a professional, those two losses I took in the UFC, I have learned so much. I have become a better athlete. I'm changing up things with my uh, conditioning, with my diet. I'm, you know, like, like uh, w one thing we've been talking about, little small details make you a champion. And those are the things I'm starting to do. And as uh, upset as I was to lose those first two fights, uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to take it as a positive. And I'm looking at it as a blessing because I know I am at the caliber. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a high level fighter that can compete at a high level. And with small adjustments, I'm going to go on my fight streak. And I've been telling everybody like, watch, I'm going to go on a fight streak. That's what, I, that's what I envision. And that's, what's going to happen. So what's the change in your mindset now after that, like going into those first two fights, obviously you probably have a different mindset than if you were to fight again. Well, you know, going going into those two fights, I was, you know, winning the fights. I was winning the first round and and uh, half of the second round, winning the first round, half of the second round. You know, I can so I have the confidence knowing I can beat them. Right. So my mindset is to just basically I have to uh, sharpen things up. I, I've been on that stage now. I've competed at the highest level. I know I can compete. Like, I know I can compete at, at that level, and I know I am a great fighter. So that right there is a yeah. huge accomplishment. Like, when you know you can compete, uh, you know, once, once, what, the only thing I kept saying is small adjustments, you know. That's, that's kind of my mentality about it. For sure. Yeah, what's so, I mean, Josh, you lost your fight, first pro fight. Right. I mean, you know all about making adjustment, adjustments. Um, what do you think, man? What, what was it like after losing your first fight? I mean, it's got to be, I don't even, I've never lost a fight. So, like, as a pro, <laughs> as a pro, <laughs> never lost a fight. So, I've never right. been on that stage. Undefeated. No, I mean, <laughs> forever. <laughs> I said undefeated. Undefeated forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, no, I got I choked <laughs> out in my first jiu-jitsu tournament. So, whatever. Just went on top. <laughs> <laughs> went to sleep. <laughs> you can't win them all. But, uh, honestly, after losing my first fight, like, it was awful. You know, it, yeah, it yeah, ate at terrible. me for a long time. And... I guess I was kind of lucky in a way that it was my first pro fight because like I could kind of bounce back from that a little a little easier go on a tear after that but uh then again it was like you know you you start to think like oh am I really cut off for this like I just lost my first pro fight yeah. like you know you get some negative thoughts and then I was right back in the gym literally the day after I lost that mm -hmm. fight and uh I mean I just felt my training amp up everything picked up and what really was cool, like, after losing that fight is how many people were still, like, had my back. Totally. Like, all my friends and, like, yeah. fans, whatever you want to call them, family, everything. Like, they, everyone still had my back, you know, which was awesome. And, like, that right there is just, like, I'm going to keep pushing through. I'm, I'm yeah. for sure going to come back. That's awesome. And yeah. Yeah. Now we're going for that two and one coming I feel, up. Yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah, what, Friday? Two yeah. and one. Um, I feel like one of the best things as a, as a person, as a fighter, as an athlete is just remembering what it feels like to lose. Yeah, whenever, I mean, whenever I'm like, oh, I don't <laughs> want to go to training or yeah. oh, I don't want to do this next set or whatever, I mean, whatever it is, if we're working yeah. out, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's nothing sucks as yeah. bad. Like, let me, let me just roll, roll back the memory to like when I lost that fight, like that, what was crazy is like that feeling after it was just like in my head, like, I could have won that fight. Like, oh, oh, I yeah. should have done this. I knew I could have won that oh, fight. Oh, man. Like, I, this is all I had to it do. It just replays and, like, and replays. I was yeah. going to say, like, you replay it for oh, a good, man. like, yeah. I still replay it in my head. Yeah. yeah. How, how, do, how do you guys think that, like, how does that, how is that applicable to, like, everyday person, like, in life? 
like your goal is because I'm really interested in this. Like your goal is to is to win your next pro fight. Your your goal is to win your next UFC fight. How does a how does a normal human being and I say normal and just not a pro fighter like how do they use that every day? You know what I mean? Like what? Well, I feel like I you mean, should have that mindset all I, the time of like yeah, it sucks to lose. That should make you go yeah. harder every day. It's it's basically the way I look at it. It's basically setbacks, man. You, you lose a fight. Well, sometimes crappy things happen in your life oh, and that's sure. a setback you know i lost my fight i could lose my fight and be like oh screw this uh, i don't want to do this or i and i can keep or, or i can keep grinding i lost this fight and i'm going to keep grinding because i know there's greatness ahead and you know you have a setback maybe you lose your job or something crappy happens uh, you know right. you just got to fight through you just got to keep going and that's and yeah, that's fighting I mean, and maybe yeah, yeah right yeah. maybe you don't get that promotion you wanted or mm-hmm. something at work like someone else gets it one of your coworkers like what are you going to do like you're going to work harder to get it or you're going to sit there and pout about not getting yeah. it you know i'm like, i'm thinking two too like i think that that is perfect but i'm thinking too like on the everyday like everything's going good like you just lost your or you just won your last pro fight like it would be easy for you to pull back one percent in your training oh yeah, yeah easily you know what i mean That's like the point. mindset of like i yeah. re- i remember what it like what it's like to lose and it's yeah. the worst feeling in the world right yeah like, what does that look like on a daily uh, on a daily basis for one i think if you're like a overweight person and you lost all that weight you hear people say it all the time i don't want to go back to being fat sometimes yeah. they do though <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. See it happen, though. yo yeah. totally yeah see it happen. and i'm yeah. thinking like they forgot what it feels like to be fat. To be fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think with sports, it, so much of it is like you put so em- so much emphasis on that one thing. But in life, that doesn't really happen. Like mm. if you, you know what I mean? There's little victories and defeats. But in, in sports, there's big victories, big defeats. So how do people, and I've found myself trying to do this in business, is like how do I leverage my mindset to be at the same extreme? Like if I lose this account or if I totally. do that, that's it's the point. same yeah. loss as I used to feel before. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that's a good point because I actually want to bring up something. Like, So for eight weeks, I am focused on one single task at hand. You know, in life, you have a lot of things going on. You have your job, blah, blah, blah. But for eight weeks, I am focused on one thing. So, you know, when I lose, it is just devastating. For eight whole weeks, there was one date, whether it be, what is the date your fight? Uh, 25th. August 25th is his fight. So he is focusing and focusing and focusing on that one date. And then, you know, you lose, you know, for eight weeks, you focus on one thing and you lose. It's... It's, 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 it's upsetting, you know, yeah. you, if you like, I, I know when I lost, I feel like I failed my, my partners, my, my, my family, you know, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty tough. Yeah. I feel like you fail, you know? I feel like humans in general need to have that mindset if they want to go to the next level. Yeah. I think if you want to succeed, you know, like, I mean, Josh knows, like we talk about goal setting all the time. I give myself goals, whether it's mm-hmm. financial goals, whatever it is. And I say like on this date, I'm going to hit this. That's awesome. I'm going to get this. And if I don't do it, like I feel like I lost the fight. Yeah. Like it's terrible. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. And how, I'm just how like, does just, how do I make adjustments? I gotta be, I gotta get there. Di- I gotta be different. Yeah. You know, how does just everyday people that aren't in the sporting world yeah. try to position their life in a way to, to have that same goal, so have that same outlook. Yeah. 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 I feel like you just got to kind of be competitive. Like you have to have gotta that competitive, competitive Well, edge. Yeah. Well, I love what you said about goal setting, you know, and ev- like obviously in a, in a, as an athlete, I have to goal be, have a goals, but like you can have small short-term goals 
you know, as a normal everyday person living in a normal everyday job. So I think those, like, I love what you said about goal setting. Like, I think you need to have goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. You know, I think, I think if uh, someone wants to achieve greatness, whether you're an athlete or not, I think goal setting is something that people can do. Yeah, and giving yourself the deadline of like saying, this is when it needs to happen. If it doesn't, I need to reevaluate. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about um, how you got the nickname uh, Nashty. Is this this rated R or is this PG-13? What are we working with, man? That's a little bit of both. So, 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 So Nashty, you know, like, Obviously, my name's Bobby Nash, Nash, so if you add the T-Y, it's Nashty, so it kind of just went together, and, uh, you know, I would wrestle, and people would sometimes be like, oh, that's Nashty, and uh, a lot of times I would maybe do some things in college that weren't necessarily, it was a little weird, I guess, like, oh, yeah, Bobby, you're Nasty Dude, you're a Nasty Dude, and people called me B-Nashty, so, you know, and it kind of just stuck, dude, it's, uh, you know, it's, you know, you don't make your nicknames, they make them for you type thing, so... You know, people called me B Nasty, and it just kind of stuck, and and now that's my nickname. <laughs> I'm a nasty dude. I like it. You still live by it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> What's the missus think about the college? Uh, yeah. Hey, she, hey, she just pulled up. I, I'm glad uh, we got through that segment before she came nice. in. Nice. <laughs> uh, talking about nasty, let's talk about the first time you puked all over the place. Uh, <laughs> in your, your first. First puking experience uh, working out, man. I'll, t- that? I'll tell you that, man. I've had a lot of tough, tough workouts. Um, but one of the top five, I would say, is uh, when I was working out with Chris, working out with Josh, we were playing a game called Champ. And what that <laughs> is, it's basically uh, oh, yeah. the same thing as horse. If you ever played horse, you're shoot- shooting a basketball. And I'm playing with Josh Bruckner. And me and him are extremely competitive with each other. Uh, we're both in really good shape at the time. And, um, uh I think a lot – so long story short, I puked during that workout. I have never puked in my entire life uh, from a workout. And I, like I said, I pushed myself to extreme limits. I puked. I think a lot of it was just, you know, I pushed my body to extreme limits. And I, I didn't necessarily have the best uh, breakfast that morning. I had, like, a whole bunch of greasy foods, and that didn't sit too well with my stomach. So, you know. Yeah, I created this game called Champ. As okay. Horse, so I, I was int- I was gonna ask. Yeah, you were on a run though. I didn't wanna. I didn't wanna interrupt. But what is yeah, so what I is was this? I thinking one day. I just trying to make it competitive between them, and it's easy to say, okay, let's go at the same time, but let's play the game horse with working out, because I try as much as possible, especially going into a fight. I try to si- simulate that kind of the mindset of it. You know, the push that you need going competition, into a fight yeah. in a workout, because you can't do that in sparring. Yeah. You know, you guys would kill mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, so it would just be like a bar fight at yeah. that point, just haymakers coming <laughs> right. everywhere. All and right. then you could knock out your teammate, right? right? So you never really get that stimulus until you're in a fight. So whenever I'm in training, I try to kind of kind of give them that feeling of what that's going to feel like. Mm-hmm. So one thing, one thing, one oh, time we, I was we thinking. We got it. We got that feeling. <laughs> I was, oh, I was like, it. how that do I tough. make this the most competitive workout I, they've ever had? All right, and so I, what were some of the, like, the, the yeah, workout? We, what so were we, we called it champs. So basically one person started. And you had, I gave them like a list of things. They got to pick how quick the, or what the time frame was and what the reps. So just give an example. I would say, okay, Bobby, you're first. You know, you're in the UFC. Let the young blood follow. Let's go. What do you choose? Here's a list. He said, okay, I want to run on the treadmill and I want Josh to try to beat me. I said, okay, what do we, what's the time? I think the first one was like one minute at a six point incline for at 12 speed. So like literally maxed out the treadmill. Okay. Right, so okay, he did it. Josh knocked it out. No big deal. One minute. 
right then. Okay, what's the next one? Assault bike. How quick can you do 10 calories and knock it out? Josh does the same time. Who, who, yeah. who won the assault bike? Yeah, I think I think Josh won. I won, I won one beat, one exercise. He beat me on the burpees over the bench for a minute. Yeah. How many you could do in one minute burpees yeah. over the bench? So, he yeah. beat me there. So this is what makes this game so tough because it was basically this is why it was it was so, so tough is so like let's say I played horse, me and you played horse. You drain it, you drain it. Well, guess what? I drain it right behind you. You drain it again, I drain it right behind him. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. man, like he's not beating me, I'm not beating him. So we're just going and going no and going. Was, no one was so, getting letters. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, finally, man. finally he beat him, so he got to go first. Yeah. So oh, and then, then the game changed, all right? Yeah. I'll pick a salt I was, bike. I was, up, <laughs> I, was up, I was up see nothing in the game. Just turned. As soon as I see a little <laughs> mental weakness, like I was like, he looks a little tired. Oh, all right, we going to salt bike. We doing this right after. I'm ready to go. Well, because what, what happened was like, yeah, we were super competitive. I got I ended up getting him the C. Then I think I was down like CHA. And I just remember like he got he got like maybe like 30 reps in like 30 seconds or something. And I just remember like I got like six. Like I just plateaued. <laughs> I just like plateaued. No, plateaued like, a bad word. Like you, it was just you, you like nosedived. Yeah. Yeah. And, and before like, before that, like yeah. we were, you know, we were talking a little shit. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was getting real. And, and it was, was getting like, real. Oh, I almost feel bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, bro. Like, good. <laughs> they were talking. Like, really? Like, joke. They were talking. I like so, it. And the first time and I puked in a workout. And that was that. That was yeah. when you puked right after that. What I love about that too was the basically the mindset of each workout so you know oh, josh yeah. got his first c and i you can see it as the trainer it's what i'm oh, looking so for hurt. the eyes so the, the eyes just the eyes yeah the like they go like, from boom. focus to like now he's down yes and like me whisper in his ear and say hey this is gonna happen in a fight like you That's, are gonna be down love it. you're yeah. gonna be losing if you're not ever losing a fight you're you're fighting someone yeah. you shouldn't be fighting right i so love you're it gonna be losing yeah. let you, you got to make up your mind and then Josh gets real focused, and then yeah, yes. and then it got real. So I never want to do that with you ever. <laughs> but you want to? But see can it? I watch Absolutely. next time? Yeah. All right. Time. Maybe we can. Sure. We could buy. T- I want. I want to like buy sell tickets. Yeah. To this. this is great. Open workout. Yeah. Open workout. Yeah. yeah. I I will tell you, man. Um, I do. I do want to do that again. Let me know like a week in advance so I can see for like, <laughs> for, for, yeah. for, for it. You know. Yeah. I just came in like, hey, we're playing this game today. Like, okay, cool. Let's do. I mean, I guess that's cool. Sudden things like that is good are good too. But. Switch so, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. I wanted to ask a question, a little obscure, but I think a lot of people. Um, who watch professional athletes, they don't have a complete appreciation for how hard it is to do what they do. So my question is for a guy who's also somewhat athletic, like what if me and you step in the ring, what do you do that dismantles another athletic person? Is it skill? Is it, I mean, what's the, what's the game? I mean, there's a lot about it. Uh, there obviously skill, um, you know, conditioning, mental, the mental side is, is huge. You know, I gotta, I gotta look at the, you, you, you know, skill, mental side. I mean, what do you have to say about it? I mean, yeah, it's just being conditioned as a fighter is like way different. Like if you were just oh, to yeah. get in the cage or like in a ring, just to spar, like you're gonna have those gloves on, you're gonna be clinching your fists, like everything's gonna be tight. You're, I mean, you're gonna have nerves. Like you're gonna have that first time nerves where, I mean, as us, like we fought a couple times, like especially well, if we're just sparring, yeah. we're gonna be a lot more relaxed about being comfortable in the uncomfortable and then i would say like you said mindset i feel like it's huge for yeah. any fighter yeah and, like, and 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the mindset's huge because, you know, when you're so tired, they always say your mind fatigues before your body. When your body's telling you, stop, 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 whatever your mind tells you, your body does. But you have to, like, be like, hey, no, not listening to you. going to keep going. That's, that's a very difficult thing to do. And you, you, you experience that in oh, fights yeah, all the time? Oh, yeah, I have experienced that where oh, my mind sure. is just like, hey, you know, you're, you're going, you're going, and I just be like, I just got to shut put it away and that's a that's a difficult thing to do i mean i remember my first five round fight like the first before that fight that amateur fight i'd never been out of the first round Mm -hmm. i'm sitting in the corner like round three it's a pretty pretty even fight like it could go either way at this point in between rounds in between those championship rounds i'm like what can I do to get out of this? Yeah. yeah. Like, how do I you're, stop? You're my, your mind is your mind. No. And, then, and, then, and then I yeah. got off the stool. I was like, nah, screw that. And I started boxing. Yeah. Like, your mind yeah. fatigues before and your boom. body always, man. Your yeah. mind will always fatigue. Your mind will tell you, stop, stop, stop. And you just got to be like, shut up. <laughs> Let's go. I feel right, like, yeah. too, having that mindset of not, you got to almost take yourself out of it and thinking he's going to stop. Mm-hmm. Right. He's a human. And he's thinking the same thing as me, mm-hmm. and that guy's gonna stop. Mm-hmm. And if I keep pushing, eventually he's gonna stop because I'm I'm not the one gonna lose my spirit. He's gonna lose his spirit. It's all about mentally breaking. Yeah, it, it, totally. That's it, what Notorious. You there, know. There's a cool little thing. Is like, uh, <laughs> right? yeah. There's a cool I mean, thing. So good <laughs> yeah, it just breaks people yeah. down. If you're on a treadmill with someone else, me and Josh are on a treadmill. Well, you're gonna get off this treadmill before I am, or I'll die. Right. Will you know, Smith. it's kind of yeah. yeah right? Smith, Will Smith. Right. Exactly. I like that little. That's cool. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, same thing, probably lining up against somebody. Yeah. yeah. Taking the spirit out of somebody. You can only get hit so many times. Yeah. You're just like, please oh, don't hit yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, Like just you're dust. hurting yeah. something on you is in like actual pain to mm-hmm. the point where you're like, I shouldn't be playing How right now or something. How much trash or, talk was going on? Yeah, like, was there? Because I'm saying. It I'm gets bad. It depends on who. And I would be talking so much smack. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys talk in the ring? Does that happen? I have before. Yeah. But that does that happen regularly or is that if not? I, I think yeah, right. so. I yeah. Diaz brothers. Maybe stuff that you wouldn't necessarily yeah. hear. All right. Uh, there was this one fighter. I, I can't remember his name. The, uh, the foreign guy. The uh, foreign guy? He's a 55er. That you fought? Top guy. No, no, no. Top guy in the UFC. Um, he's Russian. Khabib? He was, he was, yeah, Khabib. He was fighting the guy. And uh, he's literally pounding oh, his face yeah. in. He and fought he Michael Johnson. Dana White. And he goes, Dana, when am I getting my shot? Like really? Well, yeah, he was also talking to Mike. He's like, hey, you know, I just, hey, just, just like, quit. You just quit. You just need to he's quit. Like, he's stop. like, I have to fight for the title. You just need to quit. He was that saying was this. Crazy. And it was so like, it wasn't really like, but he didn't quit, I didn't though. look at it as trash. Like I talked, I was like, hey, listen, I need to fight for the title. So you just need to stop, dude. Like it was like as a, as a matter of like fact. Yeah. His face <laughs> yeah. Telling him to stop. Like just give up. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. kind of wild. That's yeah, so, dude, it's scary. mental warfare, man. And, and like I said, you guys were talking trash when you guys were playing uh, f- football, you said sometimes. It's a mental warfare. If you can break them mentally, it's, it's a lot yeah. easier. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, it, it, I think it just depends on same with you guys, individuals, personalities, things like that, teams, swagger, you know, different things and atmospheres. It plays into it. But every now and again, yeah, you get chippy. I'm sure you yeah. guys do too, right? Get a little, oh. get, get a little oh, mouthy. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, right. I mean, we'll we'll play trash talk like deer and like rolling oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and, like, especially when it's somebody it you know. Yeah. Co- yeah, competition is good. Competition is healthy. Love you need it. competition. You gotta have that. You need to have it. Mm-hmm. So, Bobby, what's next, man? Where, where's the adjustments you're making? Next fights, hopefully December. Uh, uh, tell us what's happening, man. You know, diet, conditioning, 
th these are some adjustments I'm making. You know, I'm I'm doing really well in these fights, so those are some adjustments. Making sure uh, my skills are up to par, and um, basically, what's in the future is a. Uh, you know, I'm really campaigning and really working, talking to my manager about getting on that Detroit card. Uh, you know, I'm I'm 15. I live 15 minutes from the Little Caesars Arena, so. You said this was what December second. This is December second, so that's what I'm I'm, I'm working for. Um, you know, if that doesn't happen, that's all right. But that's what I'm campaigning for. Uh, I have a baby January 9th, and I do want to fight before January 9th. So yeah. that's one thing Probably for sure. I will have a fight before January 9th. First win the UFC. Yeah, yeah get that first UFC win. But I want to get that first UFC win in Detroit, baby. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, I like it. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Man, we wish you the best of luck, and everybody keep watching out. Where can they find you, social media-wise? If you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, just go at, at BNashty, B underscore N-A-S-H-T-Y. Um, you know, follow me on my Facebook uh, page, Bobby Nashy Nash, which is my fan page. That's how you can catch me. Hey, if you guys like the video, please subscribe, give it a thumbs up, and share it. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, guys.